1: Hey
2: everybody, welcome in on a Monday here in the capital city. We say hello to you, Jimmy B and TC. You can always get in on the program at two six four seventeen hundred. That's 264-1700. We have a terrific show lined up today. Uh, Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report. We got a lot to get into, uh, especially with what went down with the Meyer uh, ruling and everything else now that the Hawkeyes have apparently done, uh, getting set to have their own investigation uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. We'll do some Cubs conversation. Bleed Cubby Blue. That's a pretty good uh, moniker. Uh, that'll be at 1 o'clock. Rob Doster will join us at 125. Pete Mundo at 140. And Kevin Lehman uh, coming up at 2 o'clock. How
3: are you doing, pal? Oh, pretty good. Good weekend. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Got a lot accomplished around the house. See, good for you. Got the house all cleaned up. Finally was able to mow. Oh, so good. good. Okay, so you
2: got the weeds, yeah. or did you have to hit the weed be gone thing? I mean, no, no. Okay.
3: Pretty good there. Did, uh, yeah, pretty good shape overall. All right. Happy I played golf both days. Of course you did. <laughs> of course he did. Went to the zoo. Oh. Took went- Ella to the zoo. That was good yesterday.
2: Is it, do they have like a new baby elephant or camel or giraffe?
3: It's a rhinoceros. Oh, that too. It's a rhinoceros. Okay. Yeah, we are, uh, we have a season pass to the zoo. Ah. So we went back in February when it was really warm one of those days. Oh yeah, sure. And uh, it, it was just born when we went there. Wow. So saw it again, getting a little bigger, running around. It was Fun. Elle had a good time. Couple of her friends came along with her. Oh, good her. deal. So, yeah, a good Sunday. Enjoyed that. Watched uh, a lot of baseball over the weekend. Had a derby party that we went to on Saturday. So, <laughs>
2: did anybody have thunder
3: snow? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> thunder snow did not
2: uh, did not go very well. Can you? I, I was stunned when I saw that. Why that? If, because I I I know it's happened in the past, And, right. and I do remember seeing it. I just didn't. I just don't remember seeing it in the Derby. These are dumb horses, Jim. Well, I get that. Dumb horses. Yes. So, but he's, he bounced, he's bouncing around like he's got gas or something back there. Yeah, it's a dumb yeah. horse.
3: <laughs> this whole, I, as you guys know, I'm not a, a horse not a, racing no horse fan. Guy. No, I no. Yes. And I wasted 50 bucks on a bunch of dumb bets. And, oh, of course you did. And uh, came back with $4.80 out of those bets. You didn't
2: bet on that uh, the so-called, and I do say so-called, Iowa horse, do you? Yeah, yeah. I threw you a couple did, bucks if, there. On that, on that, rummage bucket why not
3: oh geez. i don't know anything <laughs> like about it <laughs> hey if Elba was going to get even richer i i needed to get yeah, a little richer myself
2: he doesn't get my losses. no he doesn't get your pick no <laughs> no he doesn't but still good golly oh my gosh I, I if the horse ever showed up like at prairie meadows or something And we could say it's actually in Iowa? Okay, it's Iowa's horse. No, it's a rich guy. And trust me, I'd love to be Denny Alba. I'd love to be that guy. But he's got the money to do it, so he buys and races horses. Great for him. But it's
3: not Iowa's horse. Well, us here in Iowa, we like to glob onto anything with Iowa Connections. (laughs) That's a
4: reach. Yeah. That's a real reach. He's
3: from Iowa,
2: yeah. right? The horse isn't. The oh, owner is. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, if they'd say the owner's from Iowa, okay, I'm good with that. That clarifies. Iowa-owned
3: horse. Every time that it's
2: talked I about I always it's... hear Iowa's horse. That's what I hear. Well, who are you listening to? Well, it's not us, because we're doing the show right now. Right. Who are you listening to that says Call them out. Others. I... Or are you just making it up? No, I'm not making it up. Oh. No. Oh. I, I hear Iowa's horse. The by horse who does not even show up here by who other shows who no, call them out I'm not going to call them out I'm not going to give somebody some pub that doesn't deserve
3: it Well <laughs> we know who the other station is here <laughs> that's
2: <not, I> mean, <laughs> oh, Iowa's horse
3: no, it's not just because we're continuing to uh gain on them. that is and true then, and then they're getting nervous that it, doesn't mean I know yeah, people don't understand. It's Iowa's horse what
2: who no, said we
3: said orders it? who said it? Guys on another Who? station. Guys on another station. Oh, Jimmy P., you're so weak. Call him out. Well, no. It's your fault for listening to
2: him, then. There's nothing else to listen well, to in the afternoon.
3: But sure there is. There's all kinds of things you can listen
2: I'm, to. I'm I'm, I'm not listening to news talk, that's for sure. Those all guys right. are lost in space.
3: You can listen to Marty Miller. I Let's, can't. On not, your iPad. Not, no, I'm in the car. Right. How am I going to listen on the iPad? I'm going to cause a 30 car no. pile. All you it. do is hit play on the Marty Miller app. You can listen that way. I can listen in the car? Yes. On my iPhone? Yes. I mean, on my uh, it, iPad? Yes. It's easy. Hit play. That's all you got to do. Oh. Huh. All right. Then you don't have to listen to people called it <laughs> Iowa's horse. <laughs> oh, my God. It's an Iowa owned horse. That's, that's, yes, it is. But, I, I mean, I we're, we're getting into semantics that I really don't care about. At any rate,
2: that's, it was, it was interesting. Uh, I I, lo- I always like to watch the race. I've covered it a couple of times. I think I told you I won at Pimlico, right, in the media? What, you were a jockey? I could see it with your size. Uh, hey, you got nothing to shout about, except you'd probably give yeah, the horse sway back.
3: I, I would, uh, yeah, I'm a little you'd over. Heard him. You'd heard him. Over, though. The, but,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're such a good haven't, sport. Haven't been 110 you're, since fourth grade. You are such a good sport. You are. the are. No, back in uh, I'm not going to date myself, but uh-huh. but uh-huh. I had gate dancer. You did? You yes, were a, you
3: were a top gate dancer. I, I never knew. I it.
2: really bet out of shape because they always have a media pool, and we always pitch in in Pimlico, and I had gate dancer, and I had the time, and I was only off like by a fraction of a second, even on the time for gate dancer, and so I won that day like I don't know, close to a thousand bucks.
3: Wow! Yeah, Jimmy B. Yeah. I always thought jockeys got more than that. But...
1: <laughs> I guess I was wrong.
5: That
2: was at Pimlico. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was great. I couldn't even believe I. I couldn't believe I won. Out all it was was, you know, I had covered the morning workouts for the TV station, that sort of thing, and that was tough for me because it's morning. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was brutal. But then when the race came around. <laughs> And I like Gate Dancer because it was a great-looking horse. Great-looking horse. And you know how they sometimes, uh, like, wrap the mane and stuff to make it look even cooler? Gate no, Dancer, I don't. Gate, I, Gate Dancer don't had that done. Are you looking him up? So it was, what,
3: 84 this one? Will you shut up? Come on, now. Yes. 84. Yeah. You were in your 50s. <laughs> Don't get hey, horse? Ra- I I don't get why don't you get it outside of the betting element, which obviously I well, understand, you, you degenerate that you are. It's a bunch of horse. I mean, what's the difference between that and greyhounds? I know or camel races I that they have out of prairie meadows. <laughs> yeah, I love the camel, the races. the
2: flamingo races and everything <laughs> I, I think they're doing pigs at prairie meadows too.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. What's what's the appeal? Why was this such a big thing? We know anymore that's not the case, but why was it such a big deal? Why why was horse racing? At that level.
2: I don't get it. It used to be because it was termed the sport of kings. Yes. And it's a bunch of rich guys who got together, who owned horses, and decided it'd be cool to race them. And it just progressed from there. So when somebody would come along, have you ever seen the story of Secretariat? Yeah. Okay. So you know the lady there that owned it. Own secretariat, the greatest racehorse of all time still is. And it's you don't get that anymore. It's a rich man's game. Okay, fine. That I, I, I get it. I mean I'm not gonna look, I'm gonna, you know, own a horse. It's probably gonna be like a Shetland pony. So I I understand the attraction for rich guys because you get to hang out with more rich guys? And you can have some fun betting against each other and then get on your private jets and fly home. I, I get it. Okay. You and I, we we can't live that lifestyle. But these guys, that's what they do. And that's how horse racing became uh, popular. It's a rich man's sport. They didn't call it the sport of kings for nothing because that's way back when that's how it all began. Mm-hmm. So it's... I, I think it's lost... When uh, American Pharoah won the Triple Crown, uh, they caught lightning in a bottle because sure. they hadn't had a Triple Crown winner in like forever. But did it make a big difference? No, no. but at least it, for those three races, it put the horse racing community back in the spotlight nationally. And then it goes away until Kentucky Derby time again. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's just the way it it sets up. I think it had a pretty big rating.
3: Yeah. I think the yeah. race
2: had a big rating. Ratings were up. Yeah. yeah. I
3: saw that as well. Yeah.
2: But see, now you don't have to watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, watch it on your device from anywhere. And so, from that standpoint, I think that it probably, and with Twitter and the advent of everything else, it gets, you know, much more publicity leading up to it. That's all. I'm just glad I didn't have Thundersnow. <laughs> That's it. A lot of people. Why did. did you win? No, I did not wager.
3: What? You yeah. said You were going to wager.
2: No, because I was out playing golf, and I got back in time just as the race began. Ah. I so see. I did not do that. There are more okay. things. More things important, man, like physical activity. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. You got to have that in your life. So, and the weather was beautiful both days. And now, of course, since it rained all morning. So, I mean, it's, I I just think that, will there be a big attraction at Pimlico? I don't know. I don't know if the winner is going to, I mean, it was the favorite, favorite one. So I don't know if that's going to be a real attraction now at Pimlico or not. What,
3: three weeks away? Yeah, roughly. All right. Yeah. In three weeks, we'll yeah. talk about horse We'll, we'll talk again. about it then. For we'll about put, five minutes. We'll put it to sleep now. Yeah. That's enough. That is enough. Well, as mentioned, uh, watch a lot of baseball over the weekend. Yeah. Started on Friday night. Twins, Red Sox, watching my team. Joe huh, hits his first career walk-off.
2: Is, think about that. All Fourteen ye- years. I was just gonna say I was gonna say twelve or thirteen.
3: Fourteen though, right? Fourteen years. And that's his first career walk off. First career walk off homer. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, fun scene there after that. The weekend didn't go quite as well for the twins as they got throttled including Giving up a uh, ten spot in the ninth yesterday in a seventeen six loss <laughs> to the Red Sox. Oh
2: boy, here we go. The, so they, they they got
3: decline is on. Yeah, uh, they got they got down four nothing. Came uh, back, tied it up. All yeah, right, four four. Well, yeah. We're at the zoo, you know, yeah. checking the phone. All right, here they go. <laughs> the uh, maybe maybe I'll watch it on the D V R when I get home. Okay. Yeah, uh, they get down six four, seven four. Come back, make it seven six after they all right. What's going on? There's no oh Oh, oh, the Red Scots Sox scored 10 runs (laughs) in the ninth to make it 17-6. And they hold on for the victory in that one. But uh, watched a lot of that. Watched a little NBA. Yeah. Uh, You watch
2: a a little of the Cavs?
3: Yeah, Yeah. watched a little bit of that and kind of. All right, they're good, they're
2: good <laughs> they're they're really good
3: <laughs> and even the 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 two series that are entertaining at least mm-hmm. with Washington and the celtics and and on the other side with Houston and San Antonio right I don't know it's just you you
2: haven't been able to like embrace it yet.
3: I'll watch, yeah, but I'm not enthralled with the play. We just haven't had very many good games. No, that's because the two best teams in right. the Take East those and away. The West. Take oh, those okay. away. Okay, okay. I mean the other two series are tied two two. Yes. But we had outside of the one O T game that ended up being double digits. Right, yeah. Those games haven't really no, been that good that, either.
2: That is true. And yesterday, Washington went on a twenty six to yeah. nothing run. It's just twenty six to nothing run. How does
3: that happen? That hasn't been very good. Yeah. Disappointing. Okay. We need some good basketball. I, I agree. we gotta get we got to get through May. Yeah. Get, get into June. <laughs> and get to the real deal. Get to the finals. And then
2: can they play, like, the best? Best of 13? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, make them, instead of a best of seven, make them play the best <laughs> of 13.
3: That'd be great. Let's get into a little in case you missed it from the weekend. Brought to you by Wolf Construction Roofing. Give the guys a call today. Get hooked up if you have Just a small problem with that roof. Or if it's time for a complete re-roof, Wolf Construction Roofing can help you out. Let's start with the nightcap last night in baseball. Sunday night baseball. And uh, let's go to the ninth inning. Look like, oh boy, Cubs are going to go down with a whimper again. Going to get swept out of this series. It's going to be ugly. Uh, Not so fast. Down 4-1. Cubs get to their old mate, Aroldis Chapman.
0: Elmora lines one towards center field. That's a base hit.
3: A run is going to
0: score. Lead and the pitch. A swing and a ground ball. Left field base hit. Almora around second. He was running with the pitch. Run scoring single by It's going to be lefty against lefty. Power against power. Pitch on the way. Rizzo, did he get hit by the pitch? He got hit by the pitch. The ball game is tied on
3: the hit by pitch. Rizzo takes one in the forearm, and you see the swelling on his forearm oh, too. Absolutely. Now, I think maybe the craziest part of that, Jimmy B, though, yeah, is that he had an X-ray done during the game. Yes, during the game. Yeah. They went in and within three minutes they could find out if there was anything broken in there. I mean, that's You good, talk about it? the the advancements of medical from right. what it was to what it is today. That's incredible. Yeah. that they can get that done that quickly. A guy's still playing. It's not like they took him out and of course he can go have it done there. They're able to get it done during the ball game and uh, figure out if anything was wrong. It's just going to be a little sore. I'm going to guess for a while after that one. Ninety nine to the forearm, Jimmy B. No Oof, thanks. That's going to hurt.
2: Yeah, I, I just would have my arm would have been in pieces. I'm serious. (laughs) They would have had to bring out the ground screw to pick up the pieces of my
3: arm. So after the Cubs tie it up, we go to extras here in the 12th. Kyle Schwarber makes an incredible play.
1: Defense, he'll lead off
4: the bottom of the 12th.
0: Headley pops one up down the left field
5: line, and
4: what an effort! Did he come up with it? He's got it!
0: Schwarber
3: makes a phenomenal catch. Better play in the stands, Jimmy B. That one by Schwarber or Derek Jeter. Taking away the stakes is a regular season game uh, versus a playoff I game. I was going to say, Just yeah. the play. What play was better?
2: Uh, I think Jeter ran further, and he's running backwards. In other words, his back is to the baseball while he's trying to chase it down. Schwarber had it eyeballed all the way. And he did the smart thing. He took a look to see where the fence was, so he was able to sort of time his leap. I don't know; it's a toss up. But I'll I'll go Jeter.
3: Oh, of course you are. Let's. Uh, I'm going to bring up the Jeter play here. Okay. I, I want to see it just one more time for myself. All right, you'll
2: see his back is turned to the baseball when he goes right, and, when he goes right. and gets it. That's he, the difference.
3: He's got a little more giddy up though than old Cal Schorber to get yes. there. Yes,
2: but still a hell of a play. Yeah. See, his back is to the ball. Well. No, yeah, no, I'm going to go Schwarber Schwarber's play was yeah, much better. Yeah, and here's why. Because he made the catch before he had to dive into the stands. Yes, exactly. He made the catch on the field, and then the momentum carried him into the stands. I'm going Schwarber catch. Now that you replayed it for me, he had a more difficult play than Schwarber, but Schwarber made the catch of the baseball in the stands.
3: Isn't it funny how our memories sometimes are warped?
2: Yes, and they make plays. Well, I did. Rem- I did remember that his back was turned to the ball. Well, I, you know, I and mean, he's and that, that makes a difference when back you're to the ball. You're, he was he turned no, his head is turned backwards while he's running forwards. That's a
3: more difficult play than running toward the baseball when your head is reasonably straight. He's coming in as opposed to out. I, yeah, his back was towards the ball, though. I mean, he's. He's at an angle. He's at an angle, on, on an awkward angle. Right, but he right. makes a sensational play
2: as momentum carries him into the stands. Schwarber lumbering, stumbling, bumbling into the stands and makes the catch as he goes into the stands. We continue on. Jimmy Beads, you make it to the 18th? To the 18th.
3: 18th inning. No. Not the 18th hole no. when you're out on the golf course. No.
2: No. I was going to say, yes, I did make it to the 18th and had a 7-7. Seven
3: and seven. Of course, of <laughs> course. Here it is. Starlin Castro with a grounder to short. Score to run. That proves to be the difference. Ground
0: ball to short. Runner coming home.
3: Throw is wide.
1: And the Yankees have the lead.
3: They hold on for the victory there as the uh, Cubs are swept how concerning are you? Is that for you, Jimmy B? Um, I, I, I don't know.
2: They're they're gonna win the division. Look, you know me. So I no concerns with the Cardinals. No, nah, no. Nah, I don't check into baseball till about August. I mean, I watch <laughs> it's so games. Dumb. I watch games. No, it's not. It's <laughs> like you. You don't check into the NBA until the playoffs. I do the same thing with baseball, right? But, but at least I check into baseball during the regular season. A little okay. bit different here. We don't have a major league team in this town. What's the yes. what's your what's your deal? Well, we don't have a major league team here. So. What do we have
3: going on locally? So who cares? What's important locally right now?
2: Uh, let's see. Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to be at the well. Sports wise, oh, uh, the Principal Charity Classic's coming no. up. New. What's important sports wise? Cubs,
3: uh, Cardinals. Midwest baseball. It's not in this town, right? Yeah. So you just want to talk about what's in this town? No, my. I'll, I'll, good luck no, filling three hours. Jim. No, I get that. My point was was we we're not like dialed
2: in for every game because we are not attached to a major league baseball team if they don't play in this city. We are fans of teams that are regional: Chicago, Kansas City, St. Louis, Minnesota. Maybe even a few Milwaukee fans, but I, it's different.
3: It's different. But you should pay attention. I pay attention. Yeah. We go to St. Louis and Atlanta. The Cardinals continue to play some good baseball. Took them 14, not 18 innings, just 14 for them to get it done. Tommy Fan,
0: a
1: drive, deep lead. And the Cardinals go on top here in the 14th. Tommy
2: fan,
3: Yeah. Now, should I get excited about this? Come on. They're playing Atlanta. Uh Uh-huh. New ballpark. Yeah. Playing well. The Cardinals don't sleep on those cards, Jimmy
2: B. I never never said I was going to do that. You ask me if I am upset or worried about the Cubs? No, I'm not. They're still going to win the division. One
3: more. Let's go with the Brew Crew. Eric Thames hasn't hit a home run in a little while. Steps up to the plate in the ninth and gets back with his power ways.
0: Barbado deals. Thames knocks one to right. Get up. Get up. Get out of here and gone. Eric Thames just put one in the bleachers and right. John Jaso never moved on that one. He just turned around and watched it ride out of here.
3: There it is, the call from your boy, Bob Eucher. Bob Uecker. Uecker. On wt Good seats, hey, buddy. Last night. The Brewers with the victory there. They stay in the race in the National League Central. We got some more baseball coming your way a little bit later on. We'll get deep into the Cubs, kick off the one o'clock hour with Al Yellen. But coming up next, we got Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. We're going to talk with him. About the reaction to the Jane Meyer case and what is next for Gary Barta. Mm-hmm. That all comes your way next here. Jimmy B and TC, that was a Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. We're back in a moment.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
0: Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Take on the tough jobs in a powerful Kubota Standard L Series. With the right combination of dependable horsepower and ease of operation, they're perfect for the independent property owner. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I 80 on 2nd Avenue.
1: Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. And TC for Draft House
3: Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven
2: big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game—football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it—even cricket. Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at ten a.m., it's brunch, which includes a
3: terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty. A place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
6: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
4: See you
0: soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey,
2: everybody. We are back. We continue to roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. You can always join us at 264-1700. Tom Cakert, you've heard him on this show many times. Uh, He likes to come on because he's got nothing else better to do at this time of the day. Uh, You can always uh, read great information uh, from Tom at Hawkeye.com. Uh, Report.com. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Tommy, hello. Hey, Jim, Trent. How are you today? We're doing great. Okay, so we know how the central part of the state, in the greatest city in the state, and the best place to live in the entire state of Iowa is Des Moines. How is the radical eastern side of the state, Hawkeye Central, handling all of this?
5: Uh... The Jane Meyer thing, yes, it's um, you know, it's a conflicted thing because, and, and I don't know if you guys saw this this tweet that Patrick McCaffrey put out, but it was kind of some of the documentation that was in the the, the briefings or, or some of the I don't know if it was in the testimony, but an email that that Jane had sent to to Gary Barda about basically why why is everybody worked up about Patrick, when when Sharon Dingman's husband or partner, or I don't, I don't know her situation, uh, you know, had had cancer too, and I'm just like, really, hey, that's. I think the confusion is, you know, some of us who have dealt with Jane over the years uh-huh. just know she was difficult to work with, right? Just very difficult to work with from a media perspective. And you ask anybody who's on the beat, at stuff, you know, having to deal with, having to deal with her over the years. Everybody else in the athletic department is pretty easy to work with. You don't always agree with them, but they're pretty easy to work with. Um, and she was not, she just wasn't. And that's, you know, kind of the, the feeling. And I, I understand why she won the case. I, 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 get that that's, you know, the, um, decision of a jury of peers. And that's they, what they decided.
2: Yeah, but let but me stop, Tommy, Tommy. They didn't yeah. have any documentation. Other, oh, I know. Other, it's I was other, called. Yeah, other than the fact that when she had her reviews, her reviews did have
5: documentation and they were satisfactory. And, frankly, what, what Gary should have done, in hindsight, hindsight's always twenty right. twenty. when she had the outburst in that meeting when Gary announced that Tracy Greasbaum was going to be relieved of her duties, he should have fired her that day and said to pack your stuff not going to put up with that and he would have probably been better off uh
2: huh
5: because um that's insubordination um that's unprofessional behavior and they they would have been better off just firing her at that point instead of it it seemed like Gary was trying to be and I don't know if he was acting on the advice of counsel uh, someone at the athletic department um but he should have he should have let her go instead of just trying to move her into a different spot and trying to it, because the minute he would have fired her, there would have been a big firestorm about mm-hmm. it in this case would have happened regardless, but I think you have more standing and to be solid about it and why you did what you did if you just fired her just said we 're done with you jane didn 't you know, go down but, that I, route. But, no. It didn't didn't go down that road, and I think he, they were trying to be careful because of her, um, because of her gender, mm-hmm. because of her um, lifestyle. I, I think they're trying; they were trying to be careful and sensitive to those things. And you just can't. I mean, you just got to act the way you think you need to act, and not try to. do... It's like they tried to kick the can down the road, right? And I. I think in hindsight, they probably would have been better off just being decisive. Now, the outcome may have ended up being the same, but I, well, I'd like to think that it'd be different. But um, because then you just document, hey, she blew up at this meeting. We documented it. Everybody in the room has has given a statement on it, and this is why we acted the way we did. And instead, they just kind of kicked the can down the road.
2: Tommy, let me ask you this as a follow up then. With the yeah. grease bomb trial only a few weeks away, do they attempt to state their case again in a court of law where they already got their uh, fingers bitten off by the proverbial <laughs> jury, or do they cut bait and get a signed document saying that you can never speak of this uh, settlement and go from there?
5: Uh, they didn't get their finger slapped. They got their butt kicked. They did. I and mean, they they yeah. didn't. They got their butt kicked. They got slaughtered in in, in the courtroom. And and most and people just, talk. No.
2: Most people believe that the grease bomb case is even a better case than what the yeah, Meyer absolutely. case
5: was. Yeah. Absolutely. Their next steps should be write Jane a check. Yep. And and try and get this settled and, and get this done with. And then go to Tracy and say, "What's a number we can, that you're comfortable with? That we'd be comfortable with?" and and write that check as well, and and get this on because it's just going to be more about bad publicity, more athletic director on the stand. And then the larger question is, is this is Gary Barter going to get fired because of this? Mm-hmm. Because you have to, we have to look at this, and we're in this bubble of following University of Iowa athletics on a daily basis and what goes on, and we know the players and everything. From the outside looking in to the casual fan to the casual citizen of the state of Iowa, this is a bad look. I mean, gender discrimination, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of different things there within the, the five judgments that were against the University of Iowa. And people get fired because of this. And that's the thing that you have to come back to is, you know, can you retain Gary Barta? And I like Gary. I think Gary's a great guy. I, I don't think Gary, I don't think any of the things in those conclusions are true of Gary. I don't think he is uh, sexist. I don't think he is anti-gay in any way, shape or form. Um, but they got convicted of it in a court of law. Mm-hmm.
3: And Tom, you know, the environment in Iowa city incredibly well. I yeah. just struggle to see any way that with this verdict and with the looming case behind it, with grease bomb, any way that he can save his job. I mean, that's my line of thinking. Is that fair? Just be, you know, Iowa City. You know, how that's absolutely.
5: Yeah. It's absolutely fair. And and the thing that that depresses me even more is is I wonder if this decision had come down and Gene Taylor was still the deputy athletic director, if the decision wouldn't have already been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Gene nice. was a natural to fit right in there and um, and and be able to take the job and take the reins, and you could just elevate him to the new athletic director, and it would have been a seamless transition, and the coaches really like him. And um, yeah, one of the things that was just fascinating to me is that the, her attorney called the Iowa coaches petty, and I'm just like, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kirk Ferentz is petty? Okay. Tom Brands is petty. Okay, no, they just wanted her to do her job correctly. And their jobs are to help those coaches grow their programs and and give them all the tools that they need to have a successful program. And when you screw up the outfield design and the turf so they had to spend even more money because of Jane's decisions, there should be a consequence for that. There just should. Mm -hmm. And Rick Heller got put behind the eight ball because of that. And, it's like and he's called in a court of law by a lawyer petty because he wanted a field that was actually functional come on get real
3: so uh, one step further if this is the end of days for Gary Barta, have you been able to come up with the list I, I racked my brain uh late last week there aren't a whole lot of names at least with connections that that you can think of uh, one here to the state of iowa would be troy dannon who's down at at tulane but he's been there less than a year uh, there aren't a whole lot, at least, that have connections. Maybe that's a good thing, though, thinking outside of the box. Any names that you've uh, been able to rustle up at all in that athletic director uh, spot?
5: You know, just because I've uh, my, my former podcast partner and women's basketball voice Brent Balbinat is at Toledo, mm-hmm. and the Toledo AD is an Iowa City native, City High oh. grad, oh. Uh, and Mike O'Brien. So, um, and he's done really well there, and I, I I think maybe he's a name that you consider. Um, you know, a guy that's got ties to the community, um, he seems to do a really good job there. And uh, I know Brent has spoken well of him since he's gotten there to be the play-by-play voice for football and, and men's basketball. So um, that's just a name that kind of came to mind with some, at least some ties to the state of Iowa. So um, maybe he's a guy. I don't know.
2: Tom Kakert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tom, let me do this then. If they do some sort of buyout, payoff, does Barta have a better chance of remaining? Or if they decide that they are going to go to court and they lose big time again, you would have to kick them out the door then, right?
5: Yeah, I I think the process may be that that they try to get a settlement. I know there's some talk that they're maybe going to fight this um, through an appeal process. Um, And if they do... I mean, sometimes it's just best to just yep. take your lump, yep. take your loss and move on, because all you're doing is just putting stuff in the papers that you don't want in the papers well, anymore. Well,
2: not only, not only that, then it becomes a national story, and yeah. instead of just a little story in the state of Iowa, it becomes a especially, national
5: story. As, yeah, especially during the months of June and, and July, yeah. when, uh, yeah. when people are looking for college writers are looking for something to write about, mm-hmm. and... It, it becomes, um, you know, I noticed a couple of um, national um, columnists who kind of took notice of this and said, maybe I should have been paying a little more attention to what was going on here. And right. they'll pay attention this next trial yeah. and they'll pay attention if there's an appeal. And um, do you want that bad pub? Or d- I just, I always think you just take the hit and you just move on and, and uh, you regroup and, but I think they'd probably want to get a settlement in place before they'd act on Gary, because then, um, you know, maybe they're going to just refuse to take settlement and just try and take it to court again. And you've already admitted that, you know, if you fire the guy, that he's not worth uh, keeping in the job anymore. And no, but if but if you take
2: the if you take the settlement and things calm down a little bit. Then yeah. at that time, do you cut bait with him, or if you take the settlement, does he keep his job?
5: I I don't. I just don't see a path where how Gary keeps his job, and okay. I, it pains me to say that because I like Gary. But um, if if you're going to settle uh, both cases at this point, and you've already lost with Jane, and you just decide not to appeal, and you settle with Tracy, I think. The next step is you. You just you have to. I mean, how it's just a terrible look. And I know he signed a five-year deal last year, um, but you know there's there's the out clauses in there for conduct stuff, and mm. you could use that case as a way to get out of having to pay him uh, a settlement out of his uh, uh, contract.
3: Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Uh, Tom, moving away from the courtroom, let's go over to the basketball court Uh, article late last week from Rob Doster of NBC Sports. I wrote a little bit on it today. You can see that on my Twitter account. The Big Ten tournament, we knew this was happening. Next year will be played at Madison Square Garden. We also knew that it had to be a week earlier because the Big East has that building leading up to the NCAA tournament. So because of that, a change in the schedule. Two Big Ten games will be played Conference games the first weekend in December. That's not a good thing, is
5: it? No. Actually, Scott Docterman had this a while ago. He had um, written something about it uh, probably four or five months ago, I think, about how this was going to be the outcome. I think he had talked to somebody at the Big Ten, and they had suggested to him that that's, that's what was going to happen, is they're going to have to play um, two conference games in the first week of December. And that's kind of what the women's teams have to do too most of the time is they're going to play early and because they're going to msg uh and they have to finish it up before the big east gets going this is the result and uh so you know it's it's not ideal um it's going to take the big 10 in terms of championship week out of that window on cbs uh in that you know kind of that prime spot right before the selection show but um You know, it's only going to be a one-year deal. So I I don't think this will be a long-term issue, but it is short-term, a rough year. But this is Jim Delaney hell-bent on putting the Big Ten Conference in. You know, he did it, put it in Washington, D.C. for a year, and now he's going to put it in the Big Apple for a year.
2: Another money grab. That's all it is, Tom.
5: It is. It's just just part of their reach. I mean, they've got an office in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least a little satellite office for uh, sales and that sort of thing. So it's just the, the, what, what has to happen and, and they couldn't go to Barclays cause that's eaten up too. Mm-hmm. um, so, you know, you go to the world's most famous arena, you play a week earlier. And so I was going to play whoever, you know, Ohio state and Northwestern, uh, they'll get one home game, one away game in that uh, time frame in early December.
3: They'll play either Friday, Sunday, or Saturday, Monday, those two conference games, one at home, one on the road, is the way that it's going to be set up. And uh, you got everything kind of pushed together. You're going to have these weird conference games, and then, what, three weeks off before you get back into conference play. Uh, Finals for a lot of schools will be going on leading up to that weekend. It's going to be just an an oddity that's happening there. And then you got two weeks off. You get beat the first round of the Big Ten tournament. You're still a team that's going to be in the NCAA tournament. You're going to be off for two weeks before before you play another game. I'm going to guess guess the coaches are not going to be too pleased about that.
5: Yeah, and that's the weird thing about this. And and I don't know how you solve it other than, you know, maybe be creative and go to like a, you know, maybe play a game that next week against, you know, Missouri Valley ends up the same time Mm -hmm. as the Big Ten does. And maybe you go to Illinois State or you go to Southern Illinois, Missouri State, somebody like that, and you say, hey, do you want to come to Iowa City and play a game? And maybe... You maybe mean you in between that. after the tournament? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah, why not? Why okay. not? Okay. You know,
3: Gonzaga did that one they year. Did. Yeah, they did. Right. They played somebody that also was a game short and yeah. it was scheduled like a month before the end of the season, they said... Oh, we got an open game. We want to get another one because I think they got beat in the conference tournament, yeah. or or somebody else was good. Regardless of that, you know it can happen. And you're going to say that SIU would say yes to that, that Illinois State would say yes to that. It makes a lot more sense than sitting there and saying, "All right, we're going to dust off the uh, rust here in the first ten minutes of an NCAA tournament game because we haven't played in two weeks." We've seen obviously mid-major conferences do this before, and it can it, it doesn't have to be a big deal. But at the very least, you would like to see something in there. I think that would be great. and mm-hmm. I would love to see
5: yeah. something like that. Maybe we can get the home run yeah, back
3: for you and I in Iowa.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even even that would make some sense because they're not going to play this year in the mm-hmm. Big Four. So you could go say to Ben Jacobson, hey, Ben, let's play um, that Wednesday or Thursday or something of that week. We'll, just, we'll, we'll host you, um, and we'll put it on the Big Ten Network. We'll get the Big Ten Network to to cover the game on a Wednesday night because, you know, or something like that or, um, and uh, we'll see if we can do that. And, and, you know, maybe it's, it it would be of interest. I don't know, but it's just a a thought. And by the way, um, you know, it's not going to impact people's RPIs or anything or bubble teams. It's you, that's not how the committee works. Even if you're out of sight, you're not out of mind. They're going to still look at, they, they don't care when you played, and that doesn't matter. It's just it's purely numbers, looking at the team, and their resume. So I know people are already worried about that. I wouldn't worry about it. As long as you got the resume, you're going to get in.
2: All right, but you know McCaffrey. Would he be more inclined to schedule Delaware State than to 100%. schedule UNI no or, or somebody teams. else? Yeah. Friend, yeah.
3: Please.
2: You know that, Tom. <laughs>
5: yeah, I – it depends when those schools are having conference tournaments too. Yeah. I mean, most of the tournaments are that week, so they're not going to play. I'm just thinking of conferences that finish up that weekend. That uh, the Big Ten will be finishing mm-hmm. up, and the Mo Valley has done that traditionally. They finish up with a, a Sunday championship game, and um, you know, I just think it might make some sense to to at least explore it, especially from a geographic standpoint where. It's not going to be a big travel thing. Right. Yeah, um, you're not going to have to go very far. Right. Um, and and you could schedule the game, and I think it would work out very well for, um, for a Mo Valley school who might be on the bubble, and for um, a Big Ten school who also might be on the bubble looking for a nice win.
3: Maybe we'll get a positive out of this uh, monstrosity before it's all said and done, Tom. <laughs> Out of time for today, as always. Great catching up with you, HawkeyeReport.com. Tom Kaker. With us here on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, guys. See you, Tom. There you go. He's in a tough spot because he works in the eastern
2: part of the state, which is hardcore hawk. And Well, you're a
3: hardcore cyclone. I, I am not. Where, a, where, where are you woulds, going? I am not. No,
2: no. He's in a hard – because he his his uh, blog or his website is a Hawkeye site. Mm-hmm. I thought somebody didn't somebody write a column that was taken down from the other hawk site, from I'm, Hawkeye Nation. Okay, all right. Was that guy a writer for that site? Yep. yep. Okay, so he was a regular. I don't know contributor. the whole story. I just I heard either. of it in passing. Yeah, yeah.
3: but uh, wrote something. I I don't even know what the article was. To me. I I, had,
2: I didn't see it. I didn't see the article. I just know that 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 particular site can that article. So.
3: But but where's, Tom just said that he doesn't think Gary Bart is back.
2: Well, and... I know, no, I know that.
3: No, he's you know he's been honest with his opinion. Yeah.
2: But he, just uh, they're in tough spots because their whole deal is associated with the school. So uh, Tom doesn't walk as a fine a line as maybe some of them do. Oh, okay. He seems he seems much more. Honest and contrite yeah. about things than some of the other people. As it should be. As it should be. I agree. And time does a good job. He man. does. He does. Jimmy B. and TC, right here, Big Talker, 1700.
4: Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till
0: noon. Courtesy of MediaCom Careers on 1700
4: KBGG.
0: to $480 for TV, 100 dollars for Internet. Equipment non-return fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience.
1: We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click, and my job was posted to 100-plus job boards, all the top sites.
6: All of the candidates came
0: to my dashboard, and it's easy to compare them thumbs up if i like them thumbs down if i didn't no
6: emails and attachments printing up docs phone calls none
1: of that and i couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got i had the person we needed within one week i don't know how we hired before zip recruiter
4: whether you're looking to fill one position or 20 find the best candidates with zip recruiter where your job is just one click away from 100 plus job sites zip recruiter the fastest way to hire and right now you can try zip recruiter free Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent.
1: Is your garden an extrovert or a wallflower? The life of the party or a shrinking violet? The Home Depot has plans to fit any garden's personality, like bright, bold salvia or calm and classic dianthus. One gallon sizes, your choice, three for ten bucks. Come pick your favorites and take your pick. Get a fresh take on spring with one gallon Dianthus or Salvia. Your choice. Three for ten bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store. U.S. only. See store for details.
0: Napa know-how. That's not heavy metal music. Or the sound of a stray catfight. It's your car's not-so-subtle way of saying, head to Napa for new brake pads and rotors and get up to a $50 rebate by mail. So don't confuse... For anything other than new brakes and 50 bucks back by mail, that's Napa know-how. Napa
6: know-how.
0: At participating Napa auto parts stores. Offer expires 531.17.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon,
2: it's Jimmy B and
0: TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: Hey, everybody, just a quick segment. We get to the top of the hour break. Always fun having Tom Cakert on. Great information again uh, from him out of uh, HawkeyeReport.com. Top of the hour, Al Yellen, SB Nation, bleed Cubby Blue. What do you think he's going to say about the sweep by the Yankees? Yeah,
3: can't be feeling good over there in uh, Cubbyville. Still a talented team. Oh, yes, they are. And, And that's why the cause of concern can't be too great, but... But there are some things that continue to crop up that you wonder about this team going forward. We'll talk about that more uh, coming up with Al to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Rob Doster's going to be here talking yeah. about that article we mentioned with Tom about the Big Ten uh, playing conference games in the first weekend in December. Yeah. Playing conference games in basketball next season. We'll talk a little NBA draft with him and more coming up at 125. Pete Mundo on the Big 12. We'll put a cap on things with football and start to look forward. To the 2017 Big 12 football season with Pete and Kevin Lehman as well. Lots to still come, Jimmy mm-hmm. B.
2: I'm ready, pal. Let's uh, don't waste any time. We'll get to the break. And when we come right back, we're going to kick off the 1 o'clock hour uh, with Al Yellen. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen, and the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. the spa at west Glen at 515-225-2642 that's 515-225-2642 or check them out online at relaxdes Moines.com. dr. Heidi cook and the spa at west glenn
4: See you soon.
0: The inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black.
4: Most adults take supplements hoping to improve their health. They don't do anything
2: to prevent illness. That's why I created Texas Superfood. It's pure, natural nutrition. Switch from your chemistry-set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Get better energy, focus, better sleep, or return it. No questions asked.
0: Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. Call now. 877-55-Texas. You can also order online at texassuperfood.com. It's Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale, where we guarantee you'll love your mattress with a 120-night money-back guarantee. And you'll love Mattress Firm's savings, too. Save up to $1,000 store-wide on the latest sleep technology from Beautyrest, Serta, and others. Plus, save up to $400 on select adjustable bases and get up to two free pillows only during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com
1: circulars. Product offers and prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. What does Advanced Auto Parts have to offer? Plenty. Like a rewards program called Speed Perks that gets you $20 off your next purchase when you spend $100 or more. What doesn't Advanced Auto Parts have to offer? The recipe to your favorite dish from your favorite restaurant that's been closed for five years. So forget that gooey double-stuffed lasagna and check out Advance Auto Parts Rewards Program Speed Perks. And get $20 off your next purchase when you spend $100 or more. Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. See an advanced team member or go to speedperks.com to sign up.
0: Today there are over 47 million Ford vehicles on the road rolling on over 188 million tires. That's a lot of rubber to trust to anyone other than a hardworking specialist at Ford Service. No one knows your Ford better than Ford
1: and Ford Service. Get a $140 rebate by mail on four select tires when you use the Ford Service credit card at the Big Tire event. Subject to credit approval, rebate by prepaid debit card. Other tire manufacturer rebate or offer cannot be combined with Ford Service credit card rebate or offer. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 63017.
0: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and D.C. It's been a pleasure to be on with two of the finest gentlemen, the guru. I love Jim Branson and Trent, you do a wonderful job. The whole pack is mine. I never give you enough credit, but I want to you give you credit.
2: credit. Uh, go back to the bar now where you just watch
0: oh. out front.
4: <laughs> Check the bill, Jeff. Hey, guys, love the show. Love having some local talk over the noon hour. Jimmy
0: yeah. B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KB. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG.